Hi, this is Charles Kelly, author of the book, Yes Money Can Buy Your Happiness and Borrow and Grow Rich. Uh, today, I wanna to tell you about interest rates. Uh, the US Federal Reserve raised rates this week for the first time since 2018. And it's in an attempt, of course, to bring fast rising prices and inflation under control. Uh, the central bank said it was lifting its rate by a quarter percent, 0.25, and signaled plans for further rate rises in the coming months. Uh, now, this comes as, a, as there is a lot of uncertainty uh, caused by the war um, and coronavirus outbreaks in China. I, th I think we're already seeing a shortage of goods in, in the shops. I, I can see that just from an anecdotal point of view. And th this, this is all of this is having wide range repercussions for the world. Even the OECD come out and said the Ukraine war could uh, affect world growth. Well, it didn't take a lot to work that one out, did it? Of course, it's affecting world growth. I mean, prices are just uh, li literally going through the roof of everything. I was just looking at the figures for natural gas um, up 6%. This is just a recent rise. Brent crude and uh, up 5.5%. You know, so everything is just is, is just going is going crazy. Um, <clears throat> we know that in America, the inflation rate is 7.9%, the highest in 40 years. That's nearly 8%, obviously. Uh, but it, it's pushing towards 10. And the only thing that can slow it down is if the economy slows down and then people stop buying stuff. But, uh, you know, the real rate of inflation, of course, is much higher. I, I was uh, having some work done uh, this week and uh, you know, there were storms in the UK. You may have heard about these hurricanes and fences blew down. My, my fence blew down, the neighbor's fence blew down. So I had a couple of panels that had blown down, just two panels of a, of a long fence. And I asked him, you know, what it would cost to, re to replace them. And because he was doing the neighbor's fence as well. And I was horrified at the price. I said, what? You know, I, I wasn't trying to do the, you know, the negotiation tactics. How much? You know, I just said I was genuinely shocked. And then, of course, I got the whole lecture from him about how much the, the panels have gone up. You know, so the, the panels used to be 18 pounds. Now they're 33 pounds. I use these better ones, but they've doubled in price. You know, even the fittings and all, some of the fittings that he was using, the, the metal fittings and the clips and all that sort of thing, had gone up 300%. They'd gone up from 50 pence to £1.50. Now, it's only a small amount, but he's got to buy lots of those. And, you know, of course, he then went on about his diesel cost, his petrol and that sort of thing. And I, I got the whole lecture and he said before the pandemic, you could have got the, the, the job done a lot cheaper. He said he admitted that. So we know... And some of these items have doubled and trebled in price in, in building materials. And that's just for fencing. Wood, of course, lumber uh, in America, they call it. Um, all the wooden posts, they've all gone up. So it, it, it's a, the real rate of inflation is, is much higher than these official rates in the UK of around 7 and 7.9 in, in the US. So you've got to look at that food, obviously. We've, we've seen it. I've talked about this before. But this is, this is going to hit growth. And it will hit jobs as well because... Uh, companies are laying people off. Um, P&O Ferries, they're owned by a Dubai-based company now. They've just suspended all of their ferry services today. It just It was just announced on Twitter and people driving towards Dover or other ports to catch ferries, maybe Liverpool, um, I've just been told, well, they'll be directed to other operators. Well, that's, that's really good news, isn't it? I, I, I really don't understand this. It's a big company. Why they wouldn't have just phased out a service if they were shutting it down why would they just suspend services just like that and thousands of people could lose their job now they blame the lockdown for it that you know that business has gone down and of course it's not a local company that's not a british company so 
they they have a, a, a global view of things and maybe this part of their business is just a small uh, you know, drop in the ocean to pardon the pun and maybe they just want to shut it down because it's losing money. Obviously P&O probably make more of their money from cruise liners and uh, and shipping. I mean cruise liners suffered tremendously in the, in the lockdown. So th this is these things are happening all the time. You're hearing about this and of course employers and uh, will be under pressure from unions, uh, pushing up the price of pay, particularly the public sector, which employs around half the people in the UK, and they've got very strong unions. So if that happens, taxes will have to go up to pay for it. So there's going to be pressure on wages, there's going to be pressure on jobs because of these rising costs. A lot of people have never lived through high inflation. I have. I've, I've lived through inflation in the past where, you know, it was nearing 20%, let alone 10%. I've seen interest rates at 16% when, when they jumped from in, in the time I was buying my first property. Uh, it was 12.5% or 12% when I got the offer. By the time I completed six months later, it had gone up to 16.25%. My payments had nearly doubled. You know, it, was, it was crippling. So um, what's going to happen now? Uh, a lot of people expected global stock market fall if interest rates rose. But in fact, that, that didn't happen. US stocks actually went up 2% yesterday after the announcement. And if you look back over history, um, you'll see that stock markets didn't necessarily fall with interest rate rises over the last uh, 20 years. Uh, rising interest rates do not necessarily mean stock market prices will fall as in previous hikes. Uh, and I'll put a chart up here on, on, on the notes here to show you that uh, rates do not necessarily always fall. In fact, sometimes they can go up. But I still think the stock market is overpriced. I still think that we're due for a correction. We've had a correction. The Nasdaq is down almost 20% in the last few months. The, uh, the, the, even the, the, the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones are all down. So we're into correction territory already. And I, I still think that there will be uh, a crash coming this sometime this year. Maybe not because of the war, maybe not because of the uh, the, the global sort of crisis and, and interest rates and that sort of thing, but maybe just because the stocks are overpriced. We've had a 14 year bull run uh, since the, the last crash and rates have been kept artificially low. Governments have printed trillions and trillions of dollars to pump into the economy, to keep it pumped up artificially. And eventually that, that will bubble will have to burst. And when it bursts, I think stock prices are going to really fall maybe 40, 50%. So we shall have to see. I'm certainly watching things very very closely there uh, and and I think you should turn I think if you are in uh, in, in fully in, into the market with your pension funds or whatever then now's the time to kind of review it with your your financial advisor I'm not your financial advisor obviously but you, you've got to keep an eye on your your own investments obviously things go up and down and in the normal course of events there will be corrections and and recessions and and that kind of clears out the wheat from the chaff it clears out the companies that shouldn't be propped up anymore. And then things can rebuild again. So recessions are not necessarily bad as long as they don't turn into long-term recessions and depressions. We know that after the 2008 financial crash, the government kept pumping money in to keep things going because they didn't want the banking system to just collapse. But the Feds, the Federal Reserve, uh, they had an aggressive bond buying scheme to pump money and liquidity into the, the economy. That ended last week. The Bank of England is meeting today and they're widely expected to increase rates again for the third time in the UK. So that could hit, I mean, that could hit property because 
if property becomes more expensive to buy, like mortgages have already gone up quite a, quite substantially. So if, if mortgages go up and property becomes more expensive to buy, obviously people then cannot afford to pay so much for the property. Because with cheap money, you can afford to pay you know, more than you could ever afford because you think, well, suddenly I can borrow an extra 100,000. It's only gonna cost you know X 100 pound a month or whatever it is. I mean, I might be exaggerating there, but it, it literally is that case. Young people are borrowing huge sums of money uh, I hope they're on fixed rates because if they're not, they could be in trouble. So let, let's see what happens. I'm not giving you all doom and gloom here. Um, th th this is just the truth. I'm telling you the truth of, of what is really happening in the world. We're in precarious times. You know, the markets are perched uh, on the edge of a, a, a long bull run, which means they've, they've just more or less kept going in an upward trajectory, not straight up, but, you know, up and down. But um, and and without really the company results to justify the prices of those shares. In other words, they're overpriced. And when things are overpriced, eventually the market says no, and things have to, to change and things have to come down. Your fund manager, most fund managers, most pension funds have to keep investing because they've got this cash coming in all the time. They can't sit on cash like Warren Buffett can. They're fund managers, they have to keep investing. So they don't want to be out of the market and, and they're risking your money, not not, their own money so just just be wary of that now talking about money and talking about getting your finances in in order uh, i've just launched a new training this is an, an hour and, and about almost an hour and a half of free training to help you uh, to get get really get control of your finances in this year and immediately get control and learn how to become financially free in 28 days without sacrifice or, or pain and in that training, I'll show you how to immediately get control of your spending, get control of your debt and, and, and work towards getting out of debt. Now, it's obviously going to happen immediately, but you will immediately be able to get control. It's, it's, a, it's a long training um, and it's full of content. It's not just full of waffle. An hour and a half of training. So I'm going to put up a link to that. Uh, please go to that link. It's absolutely free. You can watch it from your own home, in the comfort of your own home. And I think that will be very, very useful for you if you want to get control of your finances in this year. Maybe you're fed up being broke, for instance. Maybe you're fed up having debts. Maybe you're fed up with these credit card debts that you, you want to really get rid of. Maybe you're just fed up not having enough money to do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Maybe you want to, to go on holiday to the, the Far East or Bali, but you can only afford to go on holiday in this country or, or the usual thing to Spain. So maybe you want you've got bigger dreams in your life. Don't lose sight of your dreams. You know, we have dreams when we're children, but we shouldn't lose sight of those dreams. So if you if you really want to get control of your finances, work towards becoming financially free and learn how to become financially free in the next 28 days, I've got some free training for you. So do click on the link and have a look at that. And wherever you are, whenever you're watching this, do have a great day and stay safe. Thanks very much. Bye for now. This is Charles Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Look at that free training. Thank you.